0: Annette Martin, world-famous psychic detective, medical intuitive, ghost detective, and author brings you Annette Martin's Psychic World. You may have seen her on television, heard her on hundreds of radio shows, or even read her books. Here she is, live on Annette Martin's Psychic World.
1: Welcome. I'm Annette Martin, and Annette Martin's Psychic World is produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for hearwomentalk.com. Well, you know, being a medical intuitive at age 7, seeing and talking to ghosts as a child, and having a singing career at 10, and then developing into a professional psychic detective has been quite an adventure for me. And sharing these gifts with you gives me great pleasure. And for the next hour, my guests and I will create a place to enlighten, entertain, and empower you. We can talk about everything except police cases. I only work with the police directly pertaining to missing persons. So if you do have a police case, please contact me by email at Annette.com. At closure4u.com. That's Annette at closure, the number four, the letter u.com. Well, our lines are open at 646 652 2071, where you can ask our guest a question or ask for my psychic impressions about your life. Remember to give us your first name and only one question per caller. We can talk about your relationships, your love life, your direction in your life, your health, ghosts, and even paranormal experiences. Life can be mysterious and challenging at times. So perhaps with the help of our guest and myself, we can shed a little white light on your life. My guest today is Claudia Hare. They call her the Voice of the Animals, as she has dedicated her life to animals, and for over 25 years, Claudia has worked extensively in Canada, Europe, and the United States, and her work is now recognized worldwide. She has appeared on numerous television networks, such as the Discovery Channel, and has been profiled on international radio broadcasts and in newspapers and magazines. Her education includes animal communication, canine psychology, animal homeopathy, dowsing, oracle therapy, and she is also a Reiki master. Claudia is the author of three books, If Only Animals Could Talk, Dog Owner's Pocket Guide of Commands, and Breakfast, Dinner, and Everything in Between. Well, welcome, Claudia. Claudia.
2: Welcome, Annette.
1: It's so wonderful being on your show. Oh, thank you so much for being here, and it's really a treat to have you on the show today, Claudia. As you know, I also talk to the animals, so it's just great fun for me to talk to somebody else who can do this. And it's the same here. <laughs> and Claudia, I wanted to ask you, when did you discover that you could communicate with the animals?
2: Well, uh, as you said, you know, it started very young with you and the same here. Uh, I always thought that, um, I always, when I saw an animal, I just knew what was going on with the animal, what the animal was stealing and so on. And I thought everybody else, you know, was experiencing the same thing
1: and uh, was, was very shocked when I
2: found out that it wasn't the truth.
1: <laughs> How true that is. You know, that's exactly what happened to me, too. And for a while, I thought maybe I was a little crazy. <laughs> I just thought it was weird that not everybody kind of, you know, got it either. <laughs> right, right. Well, really as when a child. You, especially as a child. Oh, oh, absolutely. You know, the other children just kind of look at you like, what? <laughs> now, Claudia, do you also do readings on people as well?
2: Actually, yes, I do.
1: Ah, I do. very good. Uh-huh. Yeah
2: uh mostly it's animals but i also do um uh, uh people the most interesting one i actually had uh one point i was talking to a lady who was pregnant with a fetus uh huh so that, that was quite interesting
1: and and so you're speaking to the fetus yes yes uh huh yes. and were you able to get some feedback after the baby was born
2: you know what it was the most interesting thing because we communicated with the fetus several times uh, during the pregnancy. And the fetus could tell us a lot about, um, it, it was a girl, you know, what she wanted in life, how she wanted to be raised, and what was important. And then mm-hmm. we did communicate with her for the first, mm, I would say, two and a half to three years. And it was very interesting how, um, how you know, the knowledge that you have as a fetus, how that kind of um, gets lost almost when you start to grow up. You know, yes it was it was very very interesting it was a very enlightening experience
1: i have to say Oh, I I know. I can really relate to that because I have done the same thing. And I have uh, kind of followed uh, the... It was a girl as well. And when she was a fetus, um, I spoke to her and she told me what she was going to look like, what color her hair was going to be, which it was going to be red, and Mm -hmm. what type of personality she had and what she wanted to do. And why I find this interesting because... This particular child uh, told me in the fetus that she wanted to work with animals. And guess what she's grown up to do? (laughs) She's become uh, a person who works at uh, the, um, oh, what do you call it, Uh, the zoos. And she's a zookeeper. Oh, fantastic. It is absolutely (laughs) incredible. And, of course, she was born with bright red hair and still has very bright red hair. And and she's really a character. And, And so I found that just really fascinating as well. Well, let's go back to animals, though. Okay, so as human beings, how do we communicate with animals? Why don't you explain to us your process? Okay,
3: um,
2: the, the most, the, mostly what people think is that, you know, since animals don't, uh, they can't speak our language, they can't communicate, um, but I mean, there's many, many different ways how, com- uh, animals communicate with us, there's the body language, there's scent and so on, but most of us are not versed in that either, so, in uh, each of those ways is actually just a one-way street, because it doesn't really answer any questions. The only way where we can have a real conversation with animals, with questions and answers, is through telepathy. Mm-hmm. And, telep- and telepathy, as you know, is also known as the universal language, because everybody has this ability. Some of That's course, correct. Has, some have developed it further than others, but we all have this ability, and we all constantly send out telepathic messages if we are aware of it or not. And that's okay animals and humans, we all use telepathy all the time.
1: Right, right. And, and so when you telepathically speak to them, what areas do you look at? Do you look at behavioral problems, health problems, uh, what's going on with the animal?
2: It can be a, a, a whole variety of things, but mostly it is, of course, health and behavior,
3: Mm -hmm. But there's a lot
2: about likes, dislikes, if things change in the animal's life or in our life. I mean, everything that affects our life, of course, affects the animals as well. And then a very high percentage of my work is also to communicate with animals after they have left their physical body. I call it after they moved on because they moved to the next part of their journey.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: As you probably know, it's a wonderful experience to stay in touch with somebody that was so close to us have to release the physical body and it's so important for for everybody to know that if an animal is physically not there, they still are with us. They still want to uh, continue this relationship and it's a very, very important thing to actually do to stay in touch and it's amazing the messages they have after. I mean, it's absolutely amazing.
1: Uh-huh. Well, going back to uh can you give us some examples of some of the health problems that you have discovered with the animals?
2: Sure. Um quite often um I check in with the animals and I I mean um I'm not a veterinarian I can't diagnose animals can't diagnose either. I mean, that's the same when we go to the doctor. We tell the doctor how we feel, and the doctor takes then that information to make a good diagnosis, right? Right. So it's, it's the same with the animals. Um, they can tell us how they feel. They can tell us if they have pains, if they experience any discomfort, if they're on medication, how the medication make them feel, how the food that they eat uh, affects them, and, and so on and so on. So there's a lot of uh, of information that can help us to look after our animals better, to help them better. Um, sometimes animals say, you know, their neck is, might, might not be quite as flexible, so, you know, a, an adjustment would be, would be good. I mean, all kinds of things. Um, and what's actually interesting, just a couple of days ago, I spoke with a lady who had a dog who constantly, who had, she adopted the dog uh, with a few years of age. And there was some scars on her leg. And she wasn't told what that was all about, you know, where it came from. So we mm-hmm. asked the dog, and the dog would tell us what happened. And it was through another dog that caused that injury. And uh, so you can find out things like that. And what was in- interesting with this dog was that this dog was constantly chewing on this foot. And sometimes those uh, scars, which were years old, opened up. And we found out through their communication that the, the dog was still holding so much anger uh, uh, in, in, in that area because the dog was an x racer and because of the injury had to quit her career, so to speak. And so she had a lot of anger about that incident still. So now the guardian is able to help her dog through that and can resolve those, those issues that, that kept on coming up several times a year.
1: Oh, that's so, wonderful.
2: Yeah, there's literally, there's no difference between animals and humans. I mean, animals, are, you know, humans sometimes, they have issues from the past. Animals do. And uh, sometimes just talking about it, I always say to my clients, it's like women. When we talk about things, it doesn't mean that the situation changed, but just letting the energy go might be a total relief and change everything around it.
1: And oh, absolutely. Mm. It's, and
2: it's the same as animals.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. I agree with you. Well, we have someone in the chat room. Uh, Kay is asking, can you communicate with lost or missing pets and help them find their way home?
2: Uh, Kay, the the answer is yes. Now, when when I communicate with an animal that is missing or is lost, quite often what happens is the animals are really stressed. Sometimes they're... They're, um, uh, they can't even think straight. You know, it's like us, all of a sudden if you're lost. So the first thing I, I, I calm them down and tell them everything is okay, just relax and that the guardians really want them to come home. And then of course they can't give us an address. They can't say I'm at 123
4: <laughs> 8th Street or whatever. Right. They can,
2: they can explain to us what it looks like. And sometimes because they're nervous, um, it can also be that a sequence of what happens. For example, let's say they walked through a forest and over-bridge, then over-bridged into somebody's backyard. It could be that they say it was the backyard first and then the bridge and then the forest. So um, so we, we have to put those pieces together. But the most important part is uh, to really relax them. I had a friend of mine who called me and said her dog was missing, and she's been looking for him for a couple of hours, and she said it's so out of his um like he never runs away, so I communicated with him, and he was—he was, he was literally—he was—he he was just so so afraid and everything. So I calmed him down and, and relaxed him and said to him, "Listen, you're a smart guy. Just follow your track back, your sent back." And he said, "Oh, what about if I walk in circle?" I said, "Doesn't matter. You just—you'll—you'll you'll find your way." And just to calm him down, half an hour later he was back
1: home. Oh, how wonderful! That's fantastic, Claudia. (laughs) One of the ways that I uh, communicate with lost animals or missing pets is that I always ask for a photograph and a map. And um, I do a lot of dousing and I use my hand and I go over the map and I can feel where the animal has gone to. And I've had great success with that. And and then I talk to them and tell them to be calm, just like what you're doing, and and to stay there. Don't move. (laughs) The dogs behave quite well with that. But kitty cats, no way. (laughs) They don't want to stay. So they're far more complicated. Have you found that as well? Uh, Sometimes. Um
2: well it depends it depends for me it always depends how nervous the animal is like how how easy it is to calm them and to focus them because that's what you want you want them to focus because if they are so scattered all over the place they really can't focus with cats, what I found too is once you get them more calm and let's say they are trapped inside somewhere it has been very helpful to say now you know now that you're calm check out this place you can find a way out And then, you know, they can come out. But uh, uh, another really, really important thing is actually the guardians themselves. What I always say to them is what's really important because the animal will be tuned in into you, and then it's important for the animal to see that you want them to come back home. So it's always important for the guardian to picture the animal coming home, either by all of a sudden they are in front of your front door or somebody ringing the doorbell having them in their arms or you walking over lawn, the lawn, however you want to picture it. It is so important that the animal knows that you want them to come home because when they are nervous, when they are scared, they might not think straight again and, and then just knowing that you really want them to come home is so, so important.
1: Oh, so very important, Claudia. Well, it's time for us to take a very short break. So if you are on the line, hold on, and we'll get right back to you.
4: Hi, this is Michelle with LaBellamy Vineyard. You're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio and the Zeus Radio Network. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Donna. Join us Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern right here on (laughs) hearwomentalk.com.
1: This is Dottie Laster, the host of Trafficked, an hour-long discussion about human trafficking in the United States. Join me as we meet guests from around the world and locally who are combating the fastest-growing crime in the world. Join us every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk Radio. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. Are you spending more time than you want booking appointments for your business? Optimize.com can free you up from answering phones, booking appointments, and rescheduling. All these clerical duties can be automated for you with Optimize.com. Optimize.com seamlessly integrates with your website and manages all your appointment scheduling and rescheduling. You and your customers will receive reminders by email and text messages. Optimize.com supports your business needs, whether you have one-on-one appointments, classes, workshops, or seminars. Sign up with Optimize.com for our 30-day free trial. That's Octomize.com. Welcome back to Annette Martin Psychic World. We've been talking to our guest, Claudia Hare, an animal communicator. Our lines are open at 646-652-2071, or you can write a note to us in our chat room. Well, Claudia, we were talking about the animals, and... There is a question from the uh, chat room. She's wanting to know, and this is Kay again, asking if we could explain what dowsing is. And so I think I will try and explain how I use dowsing. I use it, uh, dowsing is actually a way either using um, forks or you can use, um, I have like copper, uh, they're kind of like long copper tubing that I can use for uh, dousing something. Uh, I'm sure all of you have heard about people who uh, douse for water. They can they use a branch and when the branch, they'll walk along and if the branch goes down, they'll know that, ah, that is where the water is located. Well, it's the very same kind of thing and I sort of do it with my hands. Uh, I can use my hands and go over a map and feel where someone that I'm looking for is located. When I'm doing my police work, uh, I definitely douse maps to see where they are or to follow a perpetrator. Uh, I've also used my hands to find water. So (laughs) it's really kind of interesting. And it is something that we can all do. You just have to practice at it. So it's called focusing with your mind and using either an instrument of some kind or your hands to tell you where the object is. So you can douse for water. You can douse for gold. You can look for people. And that's sort of what uh, dousing is all about. So, we also have some other questions. And Claudia, uh, people would like to know if they can call in or chat in questions ab- about their pets. And most definitely, please do either call us and, or um, chat with us. Send us a question in the chat room. So, we have been talking. Let me see if there's any other questions here. No, not at the moment. We do have a caller online too. Um maybe let's go over to our caller and see who that is hello hello this is Annette Martin hi, hi. hello hi yes this is yes, Annette can you hear me I can okay. hear you I- I I thought can that hear
4: I was...
1: what is your name I was just listening in on it. my name is Dawn can, you guys can hear me yes we can hear you you're on the air
3: I didn't realize that I was even on the air. I was just listening in because I don't have a computer. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so I, well, while yeah, I, on- I have a computer, but I don't have access to a computer um, while I'm at work. So okay. I'm just listening to you while I'm at work. But while I, since you have me um, here, I do have a question. This is about animals, correct? Great. Yes. Or are we just talking? Are we just talking about things in general?
1: Uh, It's about animals, or you can ask about anything, anything in general.
3: All right. Well, let's see here. Since we're talking about animals, um, I I have a cat that I I just got a new new kitten, and, um, boy, my my adult cat is just hating it. Is she ever going to um, let this cat this kitten be uh, in the household and be friendly to it. But
1: she ever do that. Okay, Claudia, why don't you uh, give your impressions about what you think? Absolutely. Well,
2: quite often what happens when we bring another animal companion in our family, we think we're doing actually good deed to our animals that we already have. And sometimes sometimes. Our animals that we already have would like to have a brother or sister. Sometimes they don't. Now, when you usually, I I would say, ask your animal companions first if they want one and who they want, because they have actually different. uh, They actually know exactly um, who they are looking for. But in your situation, uh, what's really really important? We quite often make a a mistake that we, because we're getting either a kitten or a puppy, that we spend a lot of time with the, the newcomer. So it's really important to spend a lot of time with our older animal companions. And another thing that's really, really important, and uh, that actually is is in any area, when we speak and when we think, we send out telepathic messages. But what's really important to know about telepathy is that negatives do not come through. So, for example, I'll bet that uh, with your little kitten and your older cat, you constantly say to your older cat, oh, don't fight, don't do this, don't do that. Now, in telepathy, don't does not come through. So I like to explain it like driving a car. When you drive a car, um, humans live in the don't. It's don't pass, don't speed, don't park, don't, don't, don't. Even the don't pass sign is two cars beside each other with the red circle around it. In telepathy, you don't see the red circle. You just see two cars passing each other. So you would have to say, follow the guy ahead of you. So you should do the same with your cat. Tell your cat why you got this kitten. You probably got her or him as a companion. So tell that to your cat. And then literally, when you talk about them, say, you know, get along and picture them like playing together and... uh, You know, grooming each other. It is so, so important because quite often we create a lot of problems by what we say. And we say it in the negative. And so the same if you have a dog and you say, buddy, please don't bark. You know, you picture already your dog barking, your neighbors coming to complain and so on. So we have to say things like, Buddy, please be quiet. It is so so important how many things go wrong just because of the of the wrong terminology that we use.
3: Now, I know. So but my, my kitty my, my adult kitty just decided to move outside. She just she hardly ever comes inside. She every time she sees a little kitten, she's just mean to it really mean to it and and i i don't know what to do i mean i pick her up and i hold her and and it's, then she claws at me and it's just it's just a, I don't, a situation that i don't want to be in i i, I had claw marks all over my body from my animals <laughs> and it's it's not what i, I just want her to be happy but What's your cat anyway name? thank you oh you're welcome my cat's name is priscilla you mean the adult one And how old is Priscilla? My adult cat is Priscilla. Huh? How old is she? She's eight years old. And what does she look like? And then the kitten No, just this this She's a Siamese, she's a blue tipped Siamese.
2: Okay, hang on a second, let me just get in touch with her. What's the matter with Priscilla? Priscilla just said to me that she's very afraid that you will give her away, that you won't like her anymore because of the little one. So she's acting out. She's acting her fear out. So you have to tell her that this is not the case, that you love her. It's real important. She's afraid that you will give her away. That's why she's acting out.
3: Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Is it is a- can, can I continue to hold? Can I continue to listen in, or am I going to be taking up um, space of other callers? Because I just wanted to be able uh, to, I, to listen in since I'm at yeah, work.
1: Yeah, I think I think you can. Uh, I'll have our engineer just hold you. Okay. All right, Don. Thank you so okay, much for thank calling you. in. Yeah. Huh, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Well, we have another question, Claudia, in, in the chat room, and this is from Beatty, and, and she says, is there a special reason that Haley, my cat, is always lying between my knees at night, never further up? Okay, I would just
3: need a little description of what Haley looks like, please.
1: Okay, so very good. So, Abidi, if you could put in the chat room what Haley looks like, then we'll get back to you. Okay? All right. And we have, uh, okay, we've got some callers on the line, but I'm not sure who they are just yet. So why don't we kind of go on with uh, some other questions that I've got. Um, uh, Claudia, you work with organizations as well, is that correct? That's
2: correct,
1: A- And what do you do with the organizations? It depends. Um,
2: and sometimes I work with some rescue organizations, and if they have uh, cases of dogs or cats, usually it's dogs. I mean, I communicate with all types of animals, all species, but mostly, of course, it's dogs and cats because most of us, you know, uh, share our lives with dogs and cats. So it can happen that, um, let's say, um, I've, I've, I've uh, contacted dogs that have been maybe returned two or three times to the same shelter. And some shelters have, unfortunately, a policy, you know, you come back, you know, three times and you're not getting adopted anymore. So I'll find out with the animals why they're coming back, like what's the reason? What would a perfect home for them look like? Because sometimes, I'll give you an example. I had this dog and he was adopted out in a suburban area. And uh, he came back and same thing happened. He came back. And they were really worried because he was a really good dog. But after around four to six weeks, he started to, to totally misbehave in this new home. So I, I connected with him and asked him what was going on. And he said that he was he needed to be in in the country because in the city or even in the suburbs he felt claustrophobic. And he really oh. tried hard because he wanted a home forever. But he tried and tried, and then at one point, you know, it's like, um, uh, as far as you can go, and then he just couldn't control himself anymore. So um, they made sure at the shelter, they made sure that the next place was what he needed, and it was perfect. So it, it, it really, really depends. There are so many different reasons.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we have just about a minute before we need to take another break, but we've got uh, the answer. Haley, the, the cat that uh, the gal was asking about, is a uh, tiger cat with white paws.
2: Okay. She says, um, she says she sleeps around that area because if she would sleep um, like further down, for example, much closer to, to, uh, to the seat, she would be afraid that at night that you might, when you turn, you might want to hit her, or um, so it is basically that that space feels the safest for her to be at night.
1: Aha, uh-huh. okay, and, and so she doesn't want to go any higher up on uh, on Beatty's body. Why, no, why you know, would she not want to go further up?
2: Um, there's kind of the same thing. If if she's if she's too far up and you move again, she's worried about being, you know, you turning around and maybe halfway lying on her, or she's lying mm-hmm. on top of you. You turning around, she might fall fall down. So it's literally this this space. She says it's the safest for her.
1: Right. How interesting. <laughs> okay. I had a dachshund who slept in our bed, and she always slept at the bottom of the bed you know, below our feet. And I'm sure that was the reason why, because I did ask her, you know, and she said she just felt it was safer. She was going to get kicked. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So we're going to have to take a short break. So if you are on the line, do hold on. And we're going to be right back with Annette Martin Psychic World.
0: This is Paul Trulov on Zeus Radio Network for hearwomentalk.com. If your spirit's weary and you need a word of encouragement, join me, Donna Tyson, for Rivers of Faith, Tuesday mornings from 10 to 11 Eastern Standard Time on Zeus Radio Network at hearwomentalk.com. Are you hungry and looking for something delicious and healthy, convenient, quick, and value-packed? Check out our favorite, Jimmy Sabachi. Everything is sizzling and cooked precisely to order, and they use only the freshest ingredients, including sterling silver premium meats. Try their $5 daily lunch chicken plate with fried rice and veggies. Or check out their Korean beef lunch plate with sesame and soy and just a slight touch of sweetness. Mmm. For dinner, try their mouth-watering salmon, mahi-mahi, scallops, or tender, juicy filet mignon. You can dine in or take out and they even have a drive-up window. Jimmy's Hibachi delivers, too. Open seven days a week from 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Conveniently located in Myrtle Beach on the corner of Kings Highway and 62nd Avenue North. Call ahead with your order at 839-8008 and download their discount coupon on the hearwomentalk.com website. Scrumptious, fast, healthy, satisfying, and reasonably priced. You'll love Jimmy's Hibachi, 839-8008. Hi folks, this is Private Investigator Vicki Childs, host of the Vicki Childs Show on Hear Women Talk Radio. How safe is your cell phone? Is someone listening to all your calls or reading your text messages? How about your computer? Is someone watching all of your keystrokes or do you want to know what your child, your employee, or your spouse are doing on a computer or cell phone. If you need computer or cell phone forensics, do what I do. Talk to Steve Abrams at abramsforensics.com. Steve is a highly respected and skilled forensics expert, as well as an attorney. Contact Steve Abrams for a free 15-minute consultation at abramsforensics.com. That's abramsforensics.com. Or click on the Abrams Forensics banner ad on Hear Women Talk and use promo code H. HWT
1: Welcome back to Annette Martin's Psychic World. We've been talking to our guest, Claudia Hare, who is an animal communicator. And if you would like to call in and ask Claudia a question or to ask me a psychic question, please go to 646-652-2071. Or you can join us in our chat room at hearwomentalk.com. Well, Claudia, I wanted to ask you, when you work with the animals, I know you're doing it now on the radio, but when you work with the animal, do you have to see them in person or do you use a photo?
2: Um, No, neither one. Um, Most of my sessions are actually done over the phone because I have clients all over the world. So literally all I do is when I get in touch with, or when people call me, I need a short description. That's all, a name and a short description. Um, some people do prefer sending me a picture, but personally I don't need it. That's the same, you know, when I communicate with animals that have left a physical body. The same thing, a description is, uh, is plenty.
1: Okay, oh, that's excellent. Well, can you kind of explain for uh, our audience what, and how does telepathic communication work?
2: Basically, when we speak and when we think, we send out telepathic messages. And it has been proven that um, they have put people in steel in rooms and put those measuring uh, machinery, whatever it's called, on, on your head, you know, where you can, where you can uh, measure uh, like, uh, um, wave patterns. Yes. And then basically what they've done is, um, outside of this room, they, they had this machine, and then um, they had somebody reading something funny, something sad, and then literally they were able to measure through that steel the, the wave patterns that came through. So we kind of, we work almost like a radio. You know, you have the radio station, the sender, and the sender sends out waves. Usually it's AMRFM. And so the same thing. We, we work exactly the same way. When we speak and when we think, we constantly send out waves. And again, you can measure them. And the the, the nice the difference between radio and us is that we don't have a distance restriction. We as far as you know, we, there is no limit. And. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you are at the same time when you have the radio station. Of course, you have the station, and then you need a radio to receive those those uh, those waves. Um, we are both. We are the sender and the receiver at the same time. And. Um, I also say telepathy is a soul-to-soul connection because you actually, you don't just, uh, you know, connect with somebody at a surface. You actually connect with the soul. So it's, it's it's a much deeper connection. But you can exactly compare it with the radio or even with the cell phone now these days. You know, you you, uh, <laughs> you punch in a few numbers and you get somebody on the other line. And if you have the description, then you actually the, the, the correct number. You get the person that you want to talk to on the line. So it works the same way.
1: Exactly. Well, that, that is exactly how I feel it works as well. And Claudia, if someone wanted to reach you, uh, what would be the best way for them to reach you?
4: The easiest
2: way is probably um, to get me through my website, which is claudiahair.com. That's C-L-A-U-D-I-A-H-E-H-R.com. So com, Or you can call me at 519 uh, 833
1: very good. All right, Claudia, we have a another caller on the line. So let me go over here to line one, I do believe. Hello. Hello. This is Annette. Hello. Yes, hi. This is Annette Hello? Martin. Hello. Can you hear me? Hi,
4: Annette. I, hi. I can. This is Kay calling in. I have a question for Claudia. Okay um Claudia i i mean i have i i have so many pets and i've had so many pets i don't know where to begin <laughs> but um, i'm concerned about our cat tony he's 12 years old he is a um, a tabby uh kind of a brownish gray tabby uh with some white on his feet and um, he went through a spell this summer where we thought we were going to lose him um he's rallied we took him to the vet he just simply got fluids and we've been we gave him uh uh pediolite uh... Um, in his food to kind of help get his electrolytes back up and he seems to have rallied but i'm wondering if you can get anything about his health um telepathically yes you
2: have to check out his back like kind of from below the shoulders towards the end of his tail, and the further down it gets, the heavier he feels. He has some, it, it's hard to exp- explain, it, it almost feels like he doesn't sometimes has a real feeling in there, and it, it, you have to work on his back, on his, on his spine, um, you know, maybe some a- a adjustment, maybe some acupuncture to get everything flowing again, you know, to, to balance everything out, but he feels very heavy back there, and it feels almost to him as if he can't straight, up his hind legs. That's the first thing that, that, that's the most important thing for him to work on. Now, the, you know, you can have, or an animal can have multiple uh, health issues, and when we see an animal, and it's say the animal is limping, we automatically think, oh gosh, there's something with the leg, but that might be number 10 on their list, right? So for, for Tony right now, work with his spine, especially the lower spine. Get that more mobile, get that more, um, uh, again, he doesn't seem to feel it as well, so work with that. That's the first thing you want to to work on.
4: Okay. You mentioned chiropractic. How do we find chiropractic for a pet? Oh, you know what? There's tons of
2: chiropractors. Um, I don't know what area you're in, but uh, you can sort you, you can Google it on the website or you can go to the American Animal Chiropractic Association and they can they can show you some animal chiropractors in your area. It's actually very, okay, very common. And
4: this, I didn't realize that. And this thing with his back, is it something that would show up in an x-ray? I'm not sure if that would show. He just
2: feels a heaviness in there, a real heaviness. So that's what he really okay. wants to, to,
4: to work at. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much. I'm enjoying this very much. You're, you're, it's, it's a great program. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you very much.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's, oh, it's that was wonderful.
2: It's very interesting when we think about, you know, health. It, 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 it's really, it's almost like peeling an onion, you know, um, that you work with one issue. And again, it's very important that we work with the animals together because it's their body and they know what they need, right?
3: So Absolutely. If,
2: if we go step by step, um, it, it, it's so, so helpful. And I mean, you know, they can tell us how they feel, what would help. Um, I mean, I've talked to animals. Uh, I had this, this lady and she had a dog and... Um, when she adopted the dog, she already knew that, that, that her dog had some heart issues. And it turned out to be like really severe. And the vet said that she would never reach one year of age. And that there would only be, you know, they would, they could do surgery. One would be like open heart surgery and the other one would go through the leg. And each ha- would have, you know, uh, risks. So we talked to her dog and actually asked her, do you even want the surgery? And if, if yes, which one do you want? Here's the pro and the cons. And I mean, the dog is seven years old now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's amazing. You, Claudia, I want to go back and ask you, you said, is this the American Chiropractic Association or yes. Animal? The American Animal Chiropractic Association. Oh, very good. I, I'm so glad to know about that because uh, many times I have recommended to people that they needed to have their pet have some chiropractic work done on them, mm-hmm. uh, especially with hip dysplasia. Yeah. And I, I see that so often with, with my clients, with their dogs. Mm-hmm. And so there I did not realize that there was uh, an animal chiropractic association that that is clear across the country I presume
2: it is um, it is I mean it's it's amazing because I had a little girl here she um, she had all kinds of health issues and I, I needed a chiropractor for her as well and I mean I you know I've, at that point we're talking about 13 years ago nobody had ever heard about it
1: right.
3: So
2: I found somebody as well, and uh, it's very helpful. I mean, some animals like um, I get I let my animals be adjusted twice a year. I have four dogs and three cats.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, one dog, I, I personally, you know, I once in a while go to the chiropractor as well, but I don't like it. They, as soon as they say relax, I kind of tense <laughs> up, you know? And one of my dogs, Edison, was the same thing, relax, and he went, oh, okay. So um, <laughs> if you have that or you don't like, like are you worried about chiropractic adjustment, there is also cranial sacral therapy. Right. Because what you do with the chiropractor, of course, you man- manipulate the, the bones. And with sacral therapy, you manipulate the muscles, which then manipulate the bones. But it's much, much harder to find a sacral therapist who works with animals. But uh, there's yes, there's I options.
1: have not run into anybody that does that.
2: Yeah, so it's, it's very, very hard. But it's, it's the same. It's just it, you don't have, because you manipulated the muscles, There's there's no side effects.
1: Exactly. But, yeah, exactly. a lot of
2: different ways,
4: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we've got some other people with lots of questions in the chat room. Uh, Dottie Laster has asked, she has a long-haired orange male cat who we recently adopted. He is so beautiful, but he often attacks and bites and scratches. It is in play, but she says it's too rough. She, she wants to know if you have any ideas of what she can do. First of all, he, once in a while, before he
2: came to, to Dottie, he was, people were playing very rough with him, and so sometimes he's not quite sure how to take it, and sometimes there's a little bit of self-defense in it. So it would be very helpful when you play with him, again, put everything in a positive and say, I love playing with you, but gentle. I'll give you another example. When my cats came into my household, my cats have their, their claws and everything. I said to my cats, okay, the rule of the house is soft paws and kisses only. So basically, I didn't say, <laughs> don't use your claws. I said, soft paws, and literally pictured them, um, you know, the, the, the nails like pulled back. Right. And, and that's what they do. They never, ever use their claws, unless they go up the scratch posts and stuff. But when they play with my dogs, never, ever is there any claw anywhere. So <laughs> to, to say the same thing because with Dottie's cat, like he's a little bit worried about getting hurt, so that's why he sometimes gets a little bit rough. So literally, when you when you play with him, you should say to him, "I'm going to be gentle with you. I love to play with you, and be gentle with me. Soft pause only, and keep on repeating that, and you will see a difference."
1: Oh, because very me, good.
2: When we think automatically, oh gosh, I'm going to be hurt any
1: minute, boom, there you go, it will happen. (laughs) Right. Well, we're going to take a very short break, and if you are on the line, hold on, because we're going to be right back. This is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. Hey,
0: everybody. This is Kay Van Hoosen, founder of Hear Women Talk, and I am so proud to tell you about a new program we have coming to Hear Women Talk Radio starting this Thursday. Here Women Talk makes history with a live radio broadcast about human trafficking. Dottie Laster hosts this show, and she's getting live reports from groups around the world who fight human trafficking. We'll hear from not for sale out of South Africa, live, as well as people right here in the U.S. This is the fastest-growing crime in the world. Learn how to spot it and be inspired by the people who have been saved from trafficking. That's Thursday, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Here Women Talk. If your spirit's weary and you need a word of encouragement, join me, Donna Tyson, for Rivers of Fame. Tuesday mornings from 10 to 11 Eastern Standard Time on Zeus Radio Network at HearWomenTalk.com.
1: Are you spending more time than you want booking appointments for your business? Optimize.com can free you up from answering phones, booking appointments, and rescheduling. All these clerical duties can be automated for you with Optimize.com. Optimize.com seamlessly integrates with your website and manages all your appointment scheduling and rescheduling. You and your customers will receive reminders by email and text messages. Optimize.com supports your business needs, whether you have one on one appointments, classes, workshops, or seminars. Sign up with Optimize.com for our 30 day free trial. That's Octo.com
0: mize.com. Hello, race fans. This is Jeff Gilder, creator of RacersReunion.com. When you're in Myrtle Beach, check out my favorite, the Caravel Resort. The Caravel Resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the Grand Strand, including the coveted Dunes Club. And ladies, pamper yourself with Caravel's Studio Spa.
1: Welcome back to Annette Martin's Psychic World. We've been talking to our guest, Claudia Hare, who is an animal communicator. And, Claudia, we've got a lot of questions in our chat room, so I'm going to go right over to a question from uh, Sydney. And Sydney would like to know about her dog, Zoe. She says that, What can I do about Zoe's health problem to make her more comfortable?
2: Um, again, I, it would be better to have a little description so I know exactly who he is. But theoretically, with um, with health issues, um, for example, if you have to go to the vet, be as honest as you can with your animal companion, so tell your, your, your dog or your cat what is going to happen. Um, like you know, what? When are you going to the vet? What the vet will do if there's maybe a needle or if there's some blood? Tell them as much as they can because if they know what to expect, they are much much calmer. And if 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 again if if your animal companion is not feeling well, it's always the best to ask them exactly. What's going on? How they feel? How they feel after they eat? How they feel with the medication? And, and get as more as as much information as you can.
1: Right. What she's saying here is that the dog has indigestion. Oh,
2: okay. Uh, indigestion. Um. Quite often, um, it's it's funny with, with food. Um, usually when you buy commercial commercial uh, dog food. Um, some some animals have problems digesting it because it's too dry. Um, you can you can help with you know digestive enzymes and, and 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 stuff like that. But again, or acidophilus is really really good. Um, that's usually what I give my my animal companions. And again, I'm not a vet. I'm just you know that's that's what I do uh, myself. But the, the best thing would would really be to ask Zoe how does it feel? Does it feel very heavy, or uh, are you feeling nauseous? to really get more information to, to find the exact problem that's, that's, that, that that Zoe has with, with the suit. But again, to get in touch with Zoe, I would need a description.
1: Right. And, and so maybe she can get in touch with you. So again, why don't you tell us how uh, she could contact you?
2: Uh, the best way is through my website, which is com. That's C-L-A-U-D-I-A H-E-H-R dot com so Claudia, H-E-H-R dot com Or you can call me at five four nine eight three three two three eight two. 833
1: 2382 Oh, that's wonderful Well, uh, Claudia, you know, since we're talking about uh, nutrition yes. uh, You also have a, a new book, a cookbook For dogs, cats, horses, squirrels, and even lizards <laughs> can, can you tell us more about this wonderful cookbook? Well, it's actually
2: it was a, it was a little fundraiser. Um, I'm, I'm raising awareness that animals have special uh, that animals have feelings, because one of my girls, Huah, she had a lot of health problems, and uh, uh, a lot of people didn't understand her her issues, and were making a lot of fun of her. So I'm raising awareness that animals have feelings, and this cookbook um, was was um, was a contribution from my clients. Um, And they sent me in um, uh, recipes that for 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 food that they make for their animal companions, and it was a lot of fun. And there is oh, you wouldn't believe it. There's so much in there. There, Like as you said, dogs, cats, lizards, you name it. And there's (laughs) there's there's raw, there's cooked, there's desserts, there's drinks, you name it. It's 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 fantastic. I've never seen anything like that. And when I put it together, it was just so much fun. I can
1: imagine. and And can folks? Can, can folks get this on your website? Absolutely, yes. Oh, that's yes. wonderful. And
2: my, that. my website is going to be updated soon, too, so it will be easier to, uh, to purchase.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that is wonderful. Um, you, you know, also, I know that you're a Reiki master, mm-hmm. so I know a great deal about Reiki, but maybe you can uh, kind of explain Reiki a little bit, and how do you perform Reiki on the animals?
2: Um, it's actually interesting. I started with Reiki, and Reiki is a form of healing. It's it's you can either do hands on, or you can uh, you can can do it uh, distance. But that's I I started at oh gosh many many years ago. I started with Reiki, and um, it was kind of a starting point, And now things have just progressed. That uh, you know uh, sometimes I can when I communicate with an animal, I can just see the animal's body and see if there's any any um, um, discomfort or any energy blockages and, and so on so for me this was just the starting point and again what you do is you put your hands on or again you do it um, uh, over distance and you you basically help the your, your the, the person or the animal you're working with to get them some, um, some 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 life energy life force energy and and then the body it's almost if you see if you have a fishing net, and one of those little, little squares, something is stuck to one of those squares, then it kind of, um, changes the whole outlook of the entire net, right? And with Reiki, what you can do, you can take that, that one little thing that disturbs, disturbs the whole net, you can take it out and make, bring the, the, the shape back to, to its normal, to its original, um, state.
1: Correct. And, and do you do this on the animals as well when you're working with them?
2: You know what? I don't really do that anymore. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't have time. But uh, like I said, it was a stepping stone for me. Like when I communicate with animals now, and uh, they have some health issues, again I, I pass everything on to the guardians. But what's really important, what um, what I tell the animals too, is that they have free choice. And um, I mean, health is so interesting. I mean, that's a whole show on its on its own because. Quite often, the guardian's health is connected with the animal's health. Our animals take a lot of stuff on for us before it actually manifests in the guardians, right? So correct. Yes, I think so. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, quite often when I have an animal and I the, the eyesight is not very very good, and I ask the guardian, "Do you wear glasses?" and they say, "Yes." Yeah. It's it's amazing. So so I'm I'm kind of uh, past in. I where then also help the guardian to to take some steps so that they can take some of the pressure away from the animals, and also that the animals understand they don't necessarily have to take everything on what the guardian has. And uh, again, there's a lot about free choice, and lots of people don't know that, and lots of animals don't know that either.
1: Yes, uh, I I think that's very true. I think that's very true. Yeah, I think we have time for one more caller here. We've got uh, Dawn on uh, line one, and she wants to ask you a question about her cat. Hello, Dawn.
3: Hey, um, I I got a stray cat, a black one. She's a female, and I call her Sandy. Uh, she just she lives under the shed across the street from where I live. Um, and she's been declawed uh mm-hmm. from a previous owner of course. Um, and um, she uh, well she's been declawed in the front but not in her back. And I don't know what's going on with her ears. Um, but I think she might have been mauled or something by another animal or maybe because she had fleas. I'm not sure. But she won't leave her ears alone. I put cream on them. I put um, anti-itch cream and that uh, bacteria spray cream on there, and she, she'll leave her ears alone for a little bit, but then with her back hind legs, she digs at them again, and they're bleeding all over again. What can I do to stop that?
2: Okay, there's all kinds of stuff going on with Sandy. Um, again, um, as an says we don't have too much time, but let me tell you a couple things. First of all, she doesn't like her name. She doesn't like to be called Sandy. So she, for example, she okay. likes something like Diamond, um, but Sa- not Sandy. Um, it, it, one thing is she is a little bit afraid that you will hurt her. And the years, she has actually been... Uh, she has been caught, in, like her ears have been caught, and that's why they look like they do. And one of the issues uh, why she's not leaving them alone is she's still so worried about what happened then. It's it's like the example I gave earlier with the dog and, uh, you know, constantly going back on to the, the, the scars. What you have to do is you have to help Sandy pass that trauma she went through when that happened. And either a good idea would be to really talk about it, like what happened, how did, how did it make you feel, and so on and so on. Or you can also work with some homeopathic remedies that might help a little bit. And literally, she has fears of being physically hurt. And that's what she uh, constantly keeps uh, going through. So she needs some help with that. If, 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 if this issue is not resolved, she won't leave her ears alone. So it's a little bit more okay. of an emotional issue than just a physical issue.
1: And uh, Don, I have seen that many times where there is an emotional problem versus a physical problem.
2: The physical is basically just a okay. symptom. I'm sorry. The, the physical, the ears, is just a symptom. The cause is emotional. You have to work with the cause to get rid of the cause of that emotional trauma. Then, then, the, then the ears can heal.
1: Right. Thank you, Don, for calling in. Bye bye.
3: Thank Bye-bye. you very much
1: for taking my call. Bye bye. Uh huh. Bye bye. Well, Claudia, one more time. Why don't you tell our listeners where they can get in touch with you?
2: You can check me out on my website, which is ClaudiaHehr dot com. That's C L A U D I A, H E H R dot com. So it's ClaudiaHehr dot com or call me at 549-833-2382.
1: Well, thank you so much, Claudia, for being my guest today, and I hope that you'll come back in the future so we can talk about animals again.
2: Oh, and uh, thanks for having me, and I can't believe how fast this hour went by, and uh, I want to thank everybody for calling in, and uh, or you know, sending their questions. It was wonderful
1: being on your show. Thank you so much. Thank you. And next week, my guest will be Dr. Goody, a psychologist and author of thirteen books, and the most recent book is called Kids Who See Ghosts. So I certainly hope you'll tune in for this interesting show. Until next week, this has been Annette Martin's Psychic World, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. May the white light be with you.